Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Welcome to Threads of Enlightenment, your journey into personal growth. The splendor of any decision is after you've made it. All that remains to be seen are its consequences. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. Here at Threads of Enlightenment, we talk about the principles of self-development and personal growth by having conversation with people who have walked through their journey of personal growth. We believe that everyone at some point in their life will have to deal with one or more of these principles to have the privilege of focusing on their self-development as humans. These principles, when applied, can help you to become the best self possible. Welcome to another episode of Threads of Enlightenment. I'm Ken Primus, your host. This week we're going to study solitude. And now, when you when I say that word solitude, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, people, you know, just being alone and being, um, for me, it's, uh, I could see myself at a, in a cabin somewhere, just away from everyone, getting a chance to commune with uh, my surroundings. But what solitude is more importantly about is communing with yourself. One of the great mysteries that uh, has been out there, and um, if you study any kind of uh, uh, like martial arts and, and athletes and uh, all of these these people, um, sages, everyone is uh, meditation is what uh, solitude to me means because I've learned I've been doing that now for over twenty something years, and I remember when I first started how confusing it was for me. Um, but solitude is I love that time. I love the fact that I have learned to enjoy that time. Um, it is a place of much uh, uh, self-infliction and reflection, uh, looking at myself, taking out and looking hard, uh, honestly, at some of the dark places that are in me, dark things, the dark, uh, when I say dark things or dark places, I'm talking about your attitude, your behavior, um, some of the habits, those dark habits that you and I have um, practiced for so many years. And so in our culture, in our Western culture, a lot of people are afraid of being alone. Um, they really are. And uh, some people, uh, you can see them, they can't seem to disconnect from their phones. They can't seem to disconnect from the TV um, or just from people. To, they have to be around people. They have to be talking all the time, or 
are, are, are doing something all the time. And most of them are afraid of being by themselves. And they don't understand that that's where you gain victory. That's where you become a better listener. And a lot of people don't understand that meditation helps you to listen. You're listening to your inner being. You're listening to that spirit man that has been crowded with um, by circumstances of life, that is crowded with circumstances of work, a relationship with the children, with your wife, with your friends, your husbands. is just crowded. And um, you have your, your TV. You have your, your phone that you carry with you now that it gives you access to everything. Um, the kids today, TikTok. I mean, you can go on and on and on. Everyone has their social media um, sites and so forth, and there's studies now how uh, that uh, mentally, psychologically, uh, emotionally, all of these uh, things we are getting hooked. It's, it's the new drug. It's the new high. And um, people go through withdrawals if you take their phones away from they lose their minds. In some cases, who knows? They'll probably just bring harm to you. Um, and now today, one of the things that uh, a parent will do to punish a kid or a child is to take their phones away. And uh, you could see how depressed they get into and, and, and begin to start behaving. And so solitude is missing. And uh, we need to get back to their order for us to um, take this journey to become better at a better individual, a stronger individual, one that is um, you're proud of, of being uh, of your existence, um, of how special you are on this planet. I keep telling people that when I started my journey, I had to learn of how um, how special I was. I had to walk around and and uh, tell people that I am of one of a kind. I am an endangered species, and so because I'm an I'm an endangered species. I became mindful of how I, how I allowed people to speak to me, how I allowed um, friends, family, everyone, my boss, how I allowed people to engage with me because I didn't want them to damage my spirit. That will cause me pain in whatever form that comes, emotional, physical, or whatever. And so as you begin to learn the value of who you are as we take this journey, this threads of enlightenment process, that one becomes a better human spirit. And there's lots of books out there, and it is my hope that I will, at the site, steer you to some of those books that you can look at, uh, because not one person have all the answers. Um, we are collective, and so I may have one insight about, about something. Someone else will have insight about that. And our goal at this site is to bring all of them together so that we can grow. Because that's what I wanted to do, to do as an individual, to present the best me that I possibly do. And so um, the chapter that we are talking about is uh, solitude. And I'm going to read to you, I mentioned to you, Radhe Chef. She was my co-author with um, uh, Threads of Enlightenment. And she has some beautiful insights into that book. Uh, she writes, to, um, solitude, to sit in solitude is much more than being by myself, but rather, it is to be with myself, to sit in silence and listen to what's inside of me. And so that is a profound statement that she makes. And so um, I get up extra early in the morning to spend time to meditate, um, to make sure that I get a chance to control control my day before I get up. 
um, and began to, to move uh, amongst the, the other beings that are here. And because you think about all that energy that is coming at you all day long, all the different types of energy, uh, the, all the different types of situation that have, um, can cause you to react certain way. And it is my belief that in your meditation is where you're able to control and gain control of yourself, not the situations that are inside of you. It's to gain control of yourself so that you will respond a certain way, a different way from all the uh, uh, circumstances and situations that will present itself to you as your day uh, goes through. And so, um, uh, Rade makes another statement. He says, solitude is similar to being in a crowded room filled with laughing, crying, conversing, yelling, dancing, hugging, fighting, and singing. All this chaos exists within each of us and revolves around us. And that is so true. And so that's what is going to be once you come out of your space of solitude, your place of meditation. Meditation is very important. I've, I've, over my, my studies and all this time, I studied martial arts for years and I was really into the, to the old, um, the, the, the old masses, the ones that, uh, uh, developed the art in the first place. And you read stories of some of those men that they would do some great feats after they meditated, bending bamboo around their arm and unable to chop bamboo with their hands. You've seen so many demonstrations of things on TV um, that uh, the human being is able to do um, as a result of uh, their meditation. And um, these performers, uh, it's serious. And if you speak with them, and uh, you will see, and they will talk to you about getting themselves in this space that uh, through meditation, and from that place is when they begin to what they do. And many of them, if they ever, um, they don't put themselves in that state, they, they can get hurt. And so it is very important that you learn how to meditate and how to spend time. And, um, uh, you know, there is no, there's no greater company for yourself than yourself. And so, but you have to learn to like yourself. And so when you are about to go into your meditation, it's this dance with acceptance of yourself, digging deep, looking into the corners, being honest, as I said to you before, about who you are and what you have become based on the situations that have presented themselves in your life and has caused you to be the place where you're at. And your goal is to change your habit, is to to replace one thing with another. Um, and so uh, they say that it takes what, a certain amount of time, certain amount of weeks before something becomes a habit. And so your goal is to create a new habit. And that habit is the habit of meditation. And um, I remember when I first started my meditation, it was difficult. I was a single dad with um, uh, with four boys, four of my boys living with me. And um, if you've ever been around children, you know how noisy that, that can be. But um, I had trained myself within that time where the kids would be downstairs. Um, if you've ever been in a house where my house was the neighborhood house where everyone came to, so it wasn't just my four boys, it was just packed. And so in that time, I had to learn how to meditate. And um, my children now, my youngest is 30, they're grown men, and they will tell you that their father 
once he goes up and he's in his his time of meditation, that no one uh, interferes, no one comes, the kids, nothing. And they would prevent people from coming up into where my space was. They would tell them, no, he is meditating. And um, I would not answer any phone calls. I would put all these, my phone away. I would shut these things down because uh, what I learned was that, uh, you know, silence can be loud, uh, louder than those four boys out there that were, uh, and their friends that were in my, my living room. Uh, the silence within can be louder than them. And so I had to learn how to, how to control that, uh, that silence and that, that was loud and, uh, looking into my being and seeing what I have, what I had become. And, um, that, you know, I had people, young men that were looking to me for guidance and um, how to walk this planet and how to behave towards other people in this planet. And so I had to learn how to, to, to master the self. And there is no place like meditation. Um, one of the things that I had to learn, and if you sit down for a minute and you try to focus or not focus, just not to focus, what happens? Your your thoughts are coming to you. Just just thousands of thoughts are flying. I forgot this. I oh I should have done this. Oh I I, I I I needed to do this. Oh I just remembered this. Oh I forgot to call this person. I forgot to do this. You would not believe the amount of things that you forgot that you needed to get done when you sit down for that five minutes or a minute. And so um, it is in your time of turmoil amidst that storm. And your turmoil, your time of darkness that we talked about with the pigs, that he began to sit and, and began to look at himself. And he said to himself, you know what? I will eat better if I go to my dad's house. And so then he got up and began to do those things. And so it's in this place that you begin to transform yourself. You begin to, to look and uh, revelation about who you are, revelation that uh, how you got there. All these revelations begin to come into your spirit, and uh, you have now to deal with it. And one of the things you will have to deal with is simply forgiving yourself. And we mentioned in the first chapter of self-love, which is one of the hardest things to do because of how you judge yourself. We've become so mean to ourselves. We 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 we, we don't uh, give ourselves the room to make mistakes, not even mistakes to 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 um, to learn. From, from something that happened. Uh, this is how we learn. This is, you know, um, it's the process as one is developing something. When, uh, uh, Einstein was coming up with all these different formulas, when Franklin was coming up, uh, designing, uh, the, the light and all these type things, uh, the electricity and, um, we have Tesla and all these men. They kept doing things forward. All of them, they kept doing something like, Oh, that doesn't work. Oh. So what you're doing basically is just eliminating uh, things that don't work until you find that piece that works. And then, uh, Eureka, you're there. And so um, Rade made a statement in the book. He said where solitude is a gift. It's not a place to default. It's a gift. And if you have, and if you change that outlook as if it's something tedious, but it's something to be joyous about. And until you get there, you, those that meditate will tell you how beautiful that time is. Um, they started with five minutes, started with a minute. Um, but you have to start where you're at. There's no excuse about kids. 
I had I had five four four boys, and um, you should if I could tell you how many kids were in my house. There were times it was like the neighbors used to think uh, were accusing us of all kinds of crazy stuff because there were so many kids there. But they were just boys, just and their friends were just coming and hanging out, and they played their video games, and they were learning how to break dance and all kinds of stuff while I was learning and meditating, learning how to meditate. And so I would separate myself from them so that I can do my meditation in the midst of all that noise. So I have been there. And um, uh, as, as Rade said, solitude is a gift. It's not a place to default where, you, you know, you just go there just to go there. But, you know, you have to take time, um, you know, by yourself to, to, to sit quietly and listen. And uh, it is the place where you become a great listener. You learn to listen to yourself, your deep self, your inner being. You learn to listen to that that voice, that still soft voice that uh, has the answers to your situation. But because you have allowed yourself to be distracted with the noise, that you're not able to hear the answers. And so um, you have to learn to meditate because teaches you number one it really does it teaches you the skill of listening to people uh, because you learn to listen to yourself and so um, uh, you become godlike uh, as Napoleon Hill say you become godlike as you learn to control your your thoughts and so it is our responsibility to begin to become godlike and control our thoughts control what comes into your mind um, my time for meditation is early in the morning, the first thing in the morning. Um, sometimes, you know, they said the best uh, time is like four in the morning. Um, they call it the waking hour. And that's, there's, there's a lot of study into that. Or sometimes, you know, whatever. But try to get up a couple of minutes before a little early. I'm telling you, you will not be, you're not going to be sorry, you know. Um, in this busyness of life, you know, you, you cannot forget and you can't forget to, 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 to be so busy that you forget yourself. And, and this is what I'm saying that many have not been on the journey to learn who they are. They've died, lived here and died, had kids, had wives and husbands and, and all kinds of stuff, accumulated things and die and haven't, didn't know who they were. And to me, that is the saddest thing. Um, that is such neglectfulness, not to their family but neglectfulness to the self. And they have got so caught up with what everyone else is. You know, you're born, you go to school, um, you, go, you run through school, you graduate, you, you pick something, and usually it's whatever mom and dad wants you. In some cases, some people are lucky, and they know exactly what they wanted to do. And some people go and they, 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 um, they take these degrees and spend years studying something that they never liked, and then they graduate and realize, oh, I really don't like that. And so they come out in uh, uh, owing thousands, sixty thousand dollars or plus, and then realize, oh, I don't, I don't like that at all. And by the time they turn around to find whatever they like to go to school for that, it's another fifty, sixty thousand dollars. And so, you, you, you know, but they never took the time. I used to say to my children when they were young men, close your eyes, and I used to have them practice this uh, with me. Um, we would close our eyes, and I told them, I said, okay. You're the richest man in the world. You're the richest man. You have money coming into your pocket, a million dollars a minute. So you don't have to worry about money. What is it you like? And so it's stripped away all the fear and insecurities that, quote unquote, you know, money. And so 
it was an exercise to cause them to step out of themselves and look and see who they were and who they are. And I spent much of my time invested in my sons to give them the wisdom that I learned in life. And that is why that book, uh, Threads of Enlightenment, basically was something to, to honor them, to give to them, so that they can take and use these principles to become better human spirits. And these men today, they will tell me that, Dad, that was very important, and we still practice those things that you, you instilled in us. And it's my belief that uh, in the morning, you, know, you have to sit and rest your body. This is the practice that I, I taught. Sit, rest your body. Breathe deeply. Rest your mind. Open your heart and receive. And that is the process in meditation. And um, there's tons of books out there about meditation. And um, to me, it is the most beautiful time of my It gives me strength. It gives me control. gives me a few things that I, I, I seek. I get my answers before I get up. And, and begin to my day. So that process is sit, rest your body, breathe deeply. That breath, to, to me, it, it's, it's the, the bridge by which we move from one realm to the other. And so you take this breath deeply and you rest your mind and you open your spirit and then you receive. And I have a saying that I, I say, all possibilities are contained in you. Breathe, sit still, very still, pick one. And so it is up to you to go to that place. And there are certain gifts that we receive in the place of solitude. And um, it's the place where we, we gain understanding. We begin to understand a little about who we are. And um, we learn how to forgive ourselves. It is there that we take a good look into ours, into those different areas of our life. And we need to uh, 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 move things, move the furniture around, as they said, so that we can see what's in there. And you been, begin to change things, begin to notice things. You know, um, as I mentioned to you, Rade said, it's a place, it's a gift. It's not a place to default. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a place that you get to know. And so, um, being in a place of solitude, it offers you few things that I think of. Uh, victory gives you victory. It gives you freedom. Um, there's a book. Uh, the name of the book, I think, is uh, Seven Things We Receive from a Place of Solitude. And it, it uh, names the seven things. It says strength, insight. We obtain our freedom. We gain forgiveness. We obtain acceptance, wisdom, and understanding. And so, with, and from this place is where we get our strength. And I've mentioned to you guys before that my background is... Um, of that of a Christian, and uh, I grew up in the church, and I remember reading every story that I've ever read about Jesus Christ and his miracles was always after he spent time in meditation. In that culture, it was is it's meditation is an Eastern culture. You look through um, the Book of, of Psalms, and David talks about meditate. I meditate day and night, and you go to it, it, it's an Eastern practice that. Uh, came to the Western Western civilization, and we, we kind of tend to fight it. Uh, if I tell you some of what uh, uh, the Christians believe about it, it was absolutely madness, but Jesus practiced it. And so any miracle that you ever saw that he did was after he came out of that space of meditation. And so then it tells me that that's very important, that out of that place of meditation, 
we get power. And so, um, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we feel the things, uh, it puts us in, in, in contact with, um, the power of creation. It puts us and gives us a, a, a ear that we hear the heartbeat of life. We hear these things from this place of, of solitude. And people, it is not loneliness. Loneliness is, you have a different experience from being lonely. Um, you, you being in a space of loneliness, you're dealing with, um, space of defeat, sadness, fault finding, you're dealing with your ego. Uh, this is not what we do here at the place of solitude. Solitude is simply a place where you go in looking at your spirit, uh, connecting to God, as they say, and gaining insight as to who you are and how you should behave. You know, you have to learn how to rest your body. You have to learn how to breathe and let all the things go from the days, the thoughts that come. I haven't done this. You have to learn how to rest your mind, rest your mind from all the thoughts coming into your mind. Put it aside. You have to put it aside and not uh, not allow it to come. You have to learn how to speak to it. Say to your thoughts, no, not at this time, not at this time. And so it gives you permission to pick it up at some other. And so you are giving your mind the the uh, permission to begin to 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 be to empty itself and to not focus on anything in particular. You don't have to focus on anything in particular. Um, part of it is to learn how to be absolutely empty. And that's hard, hard part to, to do because um, some people will say to you, focus on, on this, focus on the breath, focus on that. And that's one part of, of, of meditation. But there's a deeper meditation that starts with the breath and it takes you. Um, uh, the Bible talks about uh, wisdom and understanding, get wisdom, get understanding, all these things. But if you look at the, the original language into that stuff, those are different states. It's um, get understanding, get it into the state of understanding. And through, here's a book that I read, Sefer uh, Yitzirah is a book that I read a long time ago. It's called The Book of Creations. And it, in the, um, it's a, uh, a book that deals with meditation at a different level, a deep level. Uh, the Kabbalah is um, out of that uh, uh, sect. That's where that, that book is, the Sefer Yitzhirah. And uh, it talks about the, uh, the breathing and the deepness of meditation. And that is an excellent book to, to, to begin to read. I know they have it on audiobook. Amazon Audible has that book. And it's an awesome book dealing with meditation. But that's not just your general stuff. This is for people that are into uh, serious meditation. Uh, you have to learn how to take every day. You have to take time for yourself to be by yourself. You and I, we have 24 hours. Everyone, what do we do within that 24 hours? Honestly, take an honest snapshot of yourself. How much time do you ever truly spend with you, for you, period? How much time? Take a look at it. You have 24 hours. Um, how much time is it? Five minutes? Ten minutes? Um, what, you're in your shower? You know, you're not really, when you're in your shower, your your mind is all over the place. You woke up and your mind is all over the place. And you haven't had any chance for you. I'm not, I'm saying for you, meaning no thoughts of, uh, you know, Jesus said, take no thoughts for of tomorrow and so forth. And so you and I have to learn how to 
bring our thoughts under control. We have to understand that the place of solitude is not a place for weak people. It's a place to gain strength. It's a place to clean house. It's a place to get forgiveness. It's a place to gain your strength. It's a place to listen. It's a place to learn. Um, it's a place where you, you, you become the master of your thoughts. You know, so, uh, you have to, everything in life has brought you to where you are. And so, whether they're just constant you know, negative stuff, but I'm trying to teach you here how to control, how to now become master. And so when those negative energy comes your way, you would have fortified yourself through your meditation and through spending time with yourself, uh, giving yourself the gift of solitude and um, so that you can become a strong human spirit. And then from this place, you can you can sustain people, give wisdom, give your insight. Um, and people are going to look at you and say, wow, things don't bother you. It's not that. It's just you don't allow those things to bother you. It's just that they have perfect opportunity to, to, to experience and allow that to get inside their spirit. And so it disrupts them. But you, through uh, meditation, you're going to learn how to sit, rest your body, breathe deeply, rest your mind, open your heart and receive. Why? Because all possibilities are contained in you. Breathe. Sit still. Very still. Now pick one. Thank you for joining me as you and I take this journey to learn who we are so that we can become better human spirits. Everyone who's listening to this podcast, we hope to continually help you to learn how to embrace moments of darkness because it is in the darkness that we learn how to develop and use our abilities to truly see those parts of ourselves often invisible to us in the light. It becomes your responsibility to navigate through all of your trials to find out who you truly are and begin your journey to loving yourself, which is possibly one of the most difficult things you will ever do in your life. To love yourself and to find the real you. But always remember to enjoy the journey. Thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can support us financially, we deeply appreciate it. Until next time, Invite your family, friends, neighbors, anyone that you can. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. Everyone who's listening to this broadcast, we hope to continually help you to learn how to embrace moments of darkness, because it is in the darkness that we learn how to develop and use our abilities to truly see those parts of ourselves often invisible to us in the light. It becomes your responsibility to navigate through all of your trials to find out who you truly are and begin your journey to loving yourself, which is possibly one of the most difficult things you will ever do in your life. To love yourself and to find the real you. But always remember to enjoy the journey. Thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can support us financially, we deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, anyone that you can. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.